0: Hello and welcome to Pillars of Wealth Creation, where we talk about creating financial success with a special focus on business and real estate. I'm your host, Todd Dexheimer. Now, let's get to it. Hey, are you looking to expand and grow your business? Are you looking for that edge, that next step up, that paradigm shift? Well, one of the best ways to get you there is through a mentor or a coach. And today's sponsor, Trevor McGregor, he is the man. He is going to get you to be laser focused, to get you onto that next level. And I know from experience dealing with Trevor, he is a master coach, peak performance coach, well over 10,000 coaching hours through clients all over the world. And he helps you achieve a better health, more wealth and freedom and contribution than you ever thought possible. Have that coach that holds your feet to the fire. Go on to Trevor's website coachwithtrevor.com. Again, it's coachwithtrevor.com. And there you can get a free strategy session with Trevor. And you can decide if he's the right fit for you and you're the right fit from him. Again, it's coachwithtrevor.com. You will not be disappointed. Hello and welcome to Pillars of Wealth Creation. I'm your host, Todd Dexhammer. I'm excited today to bring with me Trevor McGregor. Trevor, how are you doing today? Doing awesome, Todd. Yourself? I'm doing fantastic. So Trevor is a peak performance master coach having completed well over 10,000 coaching hours and works with hundreds of clients all around the world helping them to achieve uh, success, helping them to achieve better health, more wealth, just more freedom overall. And I know dealing with Trevor firsthand that he does deliver on that great guy to to work with, great guy to talk with, and just to understand really about business and how do you build that uh, business and how do you grow. So with that, Trevor, tell me a little bit more about kind of your background and and what you got going on.
1: Absolutely. Thanks very much. Yeah. Uh, Born and raised in Canada. I currently live in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, uh, big time into sports you can't be Canadian and not love hockey and play a lot of golf and, and ski and a lot of great things with that married three kids uh, my background is really a corporate background you know went into the hospitality business when I was a young man and you know fell in love with the people part of that and went off to college and studied business and when I finished school you know I just was deciding what I wanted to do and you know it was the real estate and hospitality company you know that was really instrumental in asking me if I'd like to continue on with them because I'd worked with them on and off part time through high school and that so I came back and what I thought would be a short stay there turned into me being there a total of 25 years so I literally started with them in high school and literally went to college and stayed with them until I was 42 years old and I'm now 47 so 25 years in corporate wow. was quite a cool journey because we did a ton of different things we did real estate we had restaurants, we did some retail. And as I rose through the ranks, I did a little bit of operations, a little bit of marketing, a little bit of finance, um, and eventually rose to become a partner in the business and absolutely loved every part of that journey. Because again, it had people in it, it had potential profitability in it, and everything was going real rosy until about 2001, we were in a huge expansion. And, you know, we were over leveraged a little bit and a lot of the expansion that, you know, we went into didn't pan out and I ended up losing a significant amount of money. And I thought, gosh, here I am, you know, I've lost a bunch of money. I've got to repay some of these debts. How am I going to do that? Todd, that's when I found real estate. So in 2003, I found a real estate coach, a teacher, a mentor, a trainer, a great guy And he said that you can go make some serious money in real estate if you do the right things in the right order. So, you know, I was pretty wet behind the ears, started to go to all the conferences, read the books, listen to the audios. And in a relatively short amount of time, I made back a lot of the money that I lost in the hospitality business. And then I just kind of kept growing the real estate portfolio from there.
0: So while you were in that, um, were you in the hospitality business still then after the after you lost money and started the real estate, were you still with that company?
1: I was, I stayed with that company and we re-engineered ourselves and went on to do some pretty cool expansion after that. Um, but really my heart was really into real estate and really into what made people think and behave the way they did. What, what allowed people who have had a challenge, you know, get up, dust themselves off and, and keep on going. And that's when I really started to study personal growth as well. I mean, I started to read the rich dad, poor dad books, obviously, and go to some Tony Robbins events and you know, really immersed myself. I call it total immersion. And it was fascinating. So I'd apply a little bit at it at work and whether it was a staff member or a partner or another, you know, real estate professional that we were doing, you know, commercial deals with, they said, Trevor, you're fascinated about this. Tell me more, because they were really inspired. And it was one day that I was literally sharing some of the stuff with my son's coach of the soccer team, where his coach said, Trevor, how do you do this all? I mean, you work in corporate, you're building this real estate portfolio, you're coaching little league soccer and baseball. You know, we'd like to know your secrets, you know, your secrets. And so I said, well, buy me a, a beer and we'll sit down and we'll go over it. And him and his wife were so inspired from that meeting that they decided to become real estate investors and literally took the advice that I gave them and went out and bought their first rental property. And that was a big success. So they went out and bought another one and that was even bigger. So they went out and brought a third and people started to say, okay, this Trevor knows something, you know, we want to tap into his knowledge and that's when the coaching bug bit. And I decided to get out of corporate and into coaching full time. And it's been an amazing journey. So, Take,
0: take me through a little bit of that when that transition, you know, how did you get comfortable with going from working in corporate? You got your paycheck um, to getting out of it. Now you're doing your coaching, you've got your real estate. Um, you know, it, it, so you're you're not you don't have the the big the paycheck by the company yeah. anymore. T- take us through that transition. How did you get comfortable? How did you decide that was the right step to go?
1: Well, it was unnerving at the time. And, you know, it's kind of like that old adage. If you, if you want to get somewhere, you got to get comfortable being uncomfortable and losing that security of that paycheck. I mean, I was making six figures, had the company SUV, had an expense account, had tickets to the NHL games. It was a pretty good gig. But I knew in my heart that that wasn't really where I wanted to be the rest of my life. I wanted to be my own boss. I wanted to call my own shots, you know, not have a limit to the amount of money I could make. And so even though that was a chaotic vibration, my coach helped me see that there was a new way of thinking and a new way of behaving that could help support me through that transition. So I really did it part-time. I hung on to my corporate gig, started coaching part-time, and then as I built up my client load and I got to a place where I hadn't matched my you know, income from the corporate gig yet, but I had enough for my wife and I to get together one day and I said, you know what? I'm scared as hell, but I think it's time and she supported me. So I walked into my partner's office and said, guys, I'm out of here. And I took that leap of faith, Todd, and I've never looked back. It's been amazing. That's fantastic.
0: I love I love hearing that transition story because, you know, for, for me, I was a teacher and it didn't take much to get to that, you know, that income level. But at the same time, I did the same thing. It was once you're going, okay, I, I think I'm there. I think we can take this leap. It's like you said it's it's your your nerves you're just but you take that leap of faith and you take that risk um, is definitely I'm sure for you uh worth it as well as it's for me so um so let's talk a little bit about your coaching because I think that's important I want our listeners to hear a lot of what you uh think about and talk to me about on a on a you know bi weekly basis and and uh, your philosophies around that. So you are a coach, but it sounds like you have coaches as well. So take us through why do you have a coach if you're a coach,
1: and then talk a little bit more about, you know, your philosophies. Absolutely. I'd love to. And it's fascinating that you're, you're opening this up for discussion because there's a recent statistic out of Harvard that, you know, right now in the United States alone, you know, only about eight people like what they do. What does that mean? Well, it means that 92% of the population is getting up every day and going and doing something that either A, they don't like, it doesn't fulfill them, or they're not making the impact and the income they want. So a coach is somebody who can help reverse that. And my goal here is to help everybody, you know, start to think that there's a new way of thinking and acting where they don't have to be corporate drones. They don't have to be corporate slaves, that there are modalities of finding ways to add value in this marketplace, whether that is through real estate, whether that's being a service provider, whether that's, you know, starting a home-based business, selling things on eBay and Amazon. It doesn't matter because money is simply a byproduct of the value that you offer. And a coach is able to see some of your things that you can't see. We call them blind spots. We call them scotomas. And so once we help a client get clarity, get focused on not only you know, what they could do to earn money, but who they need to be and how they need to show up, that's when sparks fly and magic happens. And, and people always say to me all the time, well, just give me the strategy. Just tell me how to buy a building or how to buy an apartment or how to buy a fourplex or assisted living or self storage or historic buildings. What's the say, secret sauce? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I'd give you that strategy, but if it was just strategy alone, everyone would crush it in real estate because oftentimes it's mindset. You know, it's, it's our state management, it's our identity and it's our beliefs and our values that are going to allow us to then take a strategy and run with it. I'll give you a great example. My mentor, Tony Robbins, used this all the time. He says, if it was just strategy alone, you know, we'd have a different kind of healthcare and, and different kind of healthy Americans here because We know that right now, 55% of Americans are obese. You know, 70% are overweight, yet the strategies are available. If you type diet into Google, you're going to get a billion different diet hits. Or if you drive through any city in America, there's a gym on every seventh corner. So the strategies are there, but what's missing is that psychology for people to link up purpose and power and passion and ultimately then identify what's missing and what they need to start with before they go execute on the strategy, Todd. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, it makes perfect sense. I mean, it doesn't take a, a super smart person to understand that eating healthy and exercising is going to help you control your weight. Uh, Correct. But it's can we implement that? Can we actually do it? Can we break from our our habits and all that kind of stuff? So.
1: And what, what, what I'd add to that, you've said it perfectly is, can you sustain it? Can you sustain it? Yeah. You know, it's yeah. the same thing. People can lose, you know, weight or people can find a relationship or people can buy one property. But what happens when you get to that point, you know, do you then move to the next level and the next level and the next level and keep that body healthy, keep that relationship romantic and intimate? you know, and go up there and add even more value and add more property to your portfolio. And I know you as a real estate investor, a father, a husband, somebody who's health conscious, you've got all of these things in play. And I think that a high tide lifts all boats. Once your coach helps you do some things in your personal life and in your professional life, you know, that whole thing comes together and just elevates your emotions to keep it going. Does that resonate with you?
0: Yeah, absolutely. You bet. Uh, So, so why, you know, why, why should anybody have a coach? I mean, you kind of hit on it, but you know, I'm a pretty intelligent person and I, you know, I, I get things and I can, I can go in and eat healthy and do all that kind of stuff. So why, why would a coach be helpful for somebody who's, you know, I'm not saying I have it all together, but somebody who has it together, why is a coach beneficial to that person?
1: Yeah, it's a great question. I get asked that all the time. And, and really, after doing over 10,000 coaching calls myself with people all over this beautiful blue planet, I've really identified five key areas that prevent people from becoming all that they could be. Would you look, and I could go through those right now with you and, and share with the audience here what those five things are. And as I do this, I invite the listener to you know, say, hey, that's me, or you know that's my biggest challenge, or that's my biggest opportunity, because these are universal times doesn't matter if you're in America or Australia, if you're a man or a woman, these five things are universal and we'll start with number one, which is limiting beliefs. I mean, you know, society has beat us down to the fact where some people just don't believe that they can have abundance so that they could be a, a landlord or a property manager or get healthy or find love. And it's absolutely not true. We all have abundance available to us in all of these modalities if we're willing to go and, you know, do what's necessary to achieve it. So a coach helps people get rid of any doubt, any fear, any anxiety, any worry, abolish those limiting beliefs and start moving towards what you want. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. You bet. So that's what I call number one. Number two is what we call, you know, creating a roadmap or a recipe to get there. So it's really about goal setting. A coach can help you define and get clear on what it is you want and why you want it, you know, because again, it's imperative that you have a destination. It would be like if you got in an airplane and you didn't know where you were going, well, that could be pretty tricky. So if you're flying from Minneapolis to New York, we know that there's a starting point and an end point and a coach is going to help you create that, that roadmap to get there. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm reading the e-myth right now. And, and, uh, Michael Gerber talks a lot about, you know, what's your vision into the future and not just like, you're just starting a business. And that's what most people do. They just start a business and they go and they hope that it works. And they're the, what he calls the technician. Um, all all too often do we, we don't really have an end goal in
1: sight. That's right. They get busy doing the busy stuff. And we often say, are you working on your business or in your business. Yep. Most people are busy working in the business and they don't work on it, but that's yep. where the growth comes from. So number yep. 1 if we get rid of those limiting beliefs and number 2 we set those goals, that takes us to number 3 which is consistent and persistent action towards your goals.
0: Sure.
1: Because if it was just about setting goals and we stop there, that's not enough. You got to go out there and you got to start doing the right things in the right order at the right times for the right reasons to pursue those outcomes. And again, if you're not out there looking at buildings, making offers, you know, interviewing property managers, then you're not doing the work. So again, we've got to absolutely understand that number three is also part and parcel of all of this. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, that makes sense. And I think, you know, for, for me, and the real estate market that I'm in, it's really tough because there's just not a lot of deals out there. And you're right, you've got to be consistent and persistent. And, and depending on which business you're in, but if you're in a business that uh, when the economy is down, it's, you're struggling, well, you got to be persistent and consistent in your marketing and all that kind of stuff. And um, so my wife and I talk about that all the time. She's in uh, marketing and print. And, and when, when times are bad, everybody stops marketing. And the companies that go out of business are the ones that stop marketing, the companies that make it through that time are the ones that put more dollars into their marketing through lean times. So consistent, persistent. I like that.
1: You betcha. She's a smart cookie and it's spot on. I mean, there are ways to reinvent yourself. There are new, different things to try and you know, will all of those always work through that consistent, persistent action? No, right. But you will, you know, understand. And there's a great quote out of thinking grow rich, which is, has been my Bible the last 20 years that there is no failure there's only feedback. So you get some feedback on what's working, what's not working, you tweak it, you maneuver it, and ultimately, you just keep moving. You got to keep your feet moving in any economic cycle. Would you agree? Yeah, absolutely. You got it. So that's number three. And that takes us to number four, which is what I simply call leverage, you know, and leverage is having a big, fat, compelling reason why you want it. I mean, it is the rocket fuel or the juice that gets you up early. Staying up late, being away from your family to look at deals, talking to brokers, you know, driving neighborhoods, sending letters, asking investors for money, you know if you don't have big purpose behind you know why you meant to go out there and do that, the chances of you doing those things are awfully slim, and I know from working with you as your coach that a big piece of leverage is your wife and your kids it's your lifestyle it's giving opportunities to other people to invest in something that you're really, really good at doing. So do you see how your why is part and parcel of your success? And if you go back and look at all that you've achieved so far, can you acknowledge what you've done, you know, from creating that, you know, place to come from?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So I know some people maybe don't have a why or too strong of a why. Is that something as a coach, you can kind of help them navigate if they don't? Yeah.
1: Absolutely. And again, the world is sped up so fast. A lot of people say, I don't know why I'm here. I don't know what I'm meant to do. I don't know if I can earn money doing something I love. And that's a bunch of crap. We're all put here on purpose and with purpose. And that's already inside you. So a coach like me or someone who's a teacher, a mentor, they can help pull that out of you and bring it to the surface because everybody's here to do something magnificent. There's not one of us that's you know, put here that's better than anyone else. We're all meant to play a bigger game. And it's really all about you growing and learning more about yourself and then applying it, getting that feedback and, and, you know, going from that place. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: You bet. That's not something we definitely do. And then Todd, number five is simply accountability. I mean, you know, as well as I do, we're human beings. And oftentimes if we don't have somebody holding our feet to the fire keeping us accountable, making sure we're doing the things we said we're going to do, the path of least resistance kicks in and we find ourselves sitting on the couch watching, you know, Jeopardy or watching Game of Thrones, which is okay. But I'm telling you, if you're meant to play a bigger game, a coach can help you be that, have that accountability to see it through and then ultimately start reaping rewards from it.
0: Well, there's so many distractions out there. I mean, not just Jeopardy and Game of Thrones, which I don't even know what that is. But um... (laughs) there's there's just the internet's I mean talk about a distraction so yeah being distracted and just kind of like you said not if you're not being held accountable it's so easy just to go take a couple days off and then those couple days turn into a couple weeks and turn into a couple months and turn into a couple of years of where you're not really putting full effort into what you're trying to create
1: that's exactly right and we don't make that good or bad We don't make that right or wrong. Different people want to go at different paces, but you start really now asking yourself out of those five things, what's holding you back the most, you know, and you can start to put them into order. You can start to have a hierarchy for many people. It's simply a lack of action. You know, for other people, it's limiting beliefs for other people, man, if they had a coach or an accountability partner, they'd go out there and crush it if they had to answer to somebody. So it's unique and its individual And that's why even as a master platinum coach, I still have two coaches myself. Plus I have an accountability and a partner in Seattle that makes sure that I'm doing what I say I'm going to do. And it's powerful.
0: Hmm. Interesting. So coaches aren't just for people that are trying to get to the next level. They're for who?
1: Coaches are really for everybody. In fact, Bill Gates has gone on and he said that by 2020 it will be as common for you know people to have a personal coach as they do an auto mechanic, a hairstylist, and a dentist. Why? Well, because it helps you go further faster. You know, even Harvard, I don't know if you know this, but they've recently started a coaching, you know, classroom, a certification for coaches out of Harvard so that they can, you know, go out there and take corporations to the next level. Hmm. I can also say that out of all fortune 500 companies today, Over a third of them have absolute laser coaches for their clients. I mean, for their uh, corporate team members, you know, whereas 10 years ago, it might have been a handful. So imagine all of these people like the Bill Gates of the world, the Harvards of the world, you know, the Fortune 500s of the world seeing the values in having a coach. Because again, you're right, there's so many distractions. People, you know, I, I said this to a client the other day. If you take a look at how much noise is going on from television news internet politics all of that stuff there's a ton of distractions that can prevent us from focusing on what it is we should be focusing on and i said the other thing that's really important is a coach can help you you know get rid of the noise absolutely get you to take some of those pattern interrupts off your plate so that you've got some vision on what you should really be paying attention to does that resonate with you yeah, absolutely. You bet.
0: So how does somebody go about finding a, a coach? And what are, they, what are they looking for? Whether it's a paid coach or not paid coach or mentor, whatever you want to call it. How does somebody go about finding somebody that's going to really help them? What are they looking for?
1: Well, again, there's a few ways that I would answer that is different people need different levels of coaching. So I'll make that claim absolutely first. And I will also say that not all coaches are created equal. So again, you know, you got to take a look at somebody who has already done what it is you're trying to do. you got to take a look at who they are, what their values, their beliefs, and their rules are in getting there. You got to take a look. Are they already coaching people and helping those people to become successful? Have they poured money into their education, their journey? I mean, it's no lie that my wife, Lisa, and I have spent well over $250,000 In our personal growth over the last 15 years Hmm. you know that's in books that's in audio programs that's in seminars you know that's traveling to Italy to study with people that's going as far away to Australia in fact we're going to Australia for a month coming up here right away so that we can learn and grow and absolutely have access to some of the greatest mentors and teachers on the planet so so again the learning never stops, the coaching never stops, because we've got something that we call the ladder of success. And the ladder of success is like, if you guys can picture a ladder with six rungs going up, there's different levels that people play at all day long. And if we start at the bottom, the first rung on the ladder is where you show up poor, P-O-O-R. But nobody on this, you know, that's listening to your podcast, your awesome podcast, plays at that level so we go up to good so you jump from poor up to doing something good but even good isn't good enough anymore so we jump to doing something great now there's more intention now there's more attention now we do it more often but even above great there's another level called outstanding so again outstanding is where you absolutely go to that highest you know part above the halfway threshold And then you get to extraordinary and then you get to the dust on top of extraordinary. That's like, you know, where Michael Phelps, who's won 28, you know, medals for your country lives. It's how he does everything. It's, it's where Richard Branson lives. Oprah Winfrey lives, Steve Jobs, you know, Elon Musk. And we often say that success leaves clues. So you really want to take a look at where in your life are you playing poor or good or great? And how would you like to start doing things differently by having a coach help you to be excellent, outstanding, extraordinary, or the dust on top of extraordinary? Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's funny because, you know, as we we grow up from, you know, a, a baby trying to learn how to walk for the first time all the way through, we leave high school, we leave college, we've got our parents, we've got our brothers and sisters, and we've got our teachers and co and and you know sports coaches and all of a sudden we leave college and we got nobody yep and we're supposed to know it all from when you're whatever you are when you graduate college you know 20 22 whatever you are you're supposed to know it all and you're not supposed to be coached anymore and you just got all the answers you got the key to life all of a sudden somehow and 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 we're just yeah it's crazy when you think about it it's like well no you don't you don't know anything yet you're 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 22. And even when you're 42, you don't know a lot of stuff.
1: And know? when you're it's, 62, you don't, I've got clients as old as 75 and I've got a pretty high client load right now. And like I said, the learning never stops. There's always another level. And what happens is even if you are successful, you go up, but then you plateau yeah. and then you go, what's wrong with me? Or why am I bored? Or why am I not juiced about life anymore? And a coach can help you set new targets to start climbing up the next mountain. Yeah. When you get to the top of that mountain, you see yet another mountain off to the distance, and you go, "Man, I want to climb that mountain."
0: Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, absolutely. I don't know the the exact quote or or whatever, but I I make it up. If if you're not learning and growing, you're
1: dying. That's right. Um,
0: and
1: it's it's true. You're either you know growing or you're not. You yeah. know, and if you're not growing, you're probably going down and dying. And In fact, that's a universal law that I know we've talked about. And that number one law that the universe wants for all of us is called the law of expansion. You know, that's having more love, more money, better health, better opportunities, more life experiences, you know. And ultimately, people forget that. Because again, society beats us down and we think, you know, I'm not worthy of it or it's too hard to go get it or that's for other people or I might get criticized. And so it's those modalities of fear that really hold people back from really, you know, grabbing the bull by the horns and going out there and making this stuff happen. Because abundance is your birthright as much as it is anyone else on the planet. So why not go capture it?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So let's shift gears a little bit and talk. go back to you a little bit. What, um, what's one of the biggest mistakes that you've made and how did you get yourself out of that? Yeah, Maybe You correct. already mentioned that in the beginning.
1: I alluded to it originally, but one of the things when I was in corporate and, you know, the owners of the corporation really wanted people to be vested owners and they came to some of the key people. And I was 29 at the time. And I remember my boss saying, Trevor, we really like having you here. We want you to potentially come in as an investor. Do you have any money to invest with us and grow this you know organization? And I said, Well, I got a little bit in my 401k in Canada, we call it an RRSP. So I thought, gee, should I tap into that or should I leave that? So I decided to go in and take half of that out of the 401k. And then what I did, Todd, is absolutely mind-blowing. I went and I met with my mom and dad who live in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. And I said, mom, dad, I've got a great opportunity to become somebody. I want to take some money and put it into this expansion is there any way that you've got any money to loan me? And my parents were wonderful people, didn't have a lot of money, but they did have the family home that had a very small mortgage and they agreed to loan me six figures from the family home and co-sign the loan for me. And so I hugged them, I thanked them, I took that money and I invested it into our expansion. And like I said, in 2001, bam, I lost the majority of it. So not only was I deflated, not only did it, you know, cause tremendous anxiety and I started to fight with my wife and I started to put on 20 pounds and I started to wonder how am I ever going to pay my parents back? I mean, it was really a low point for me. So one of the biggest mistakes I I had was, you know, that everything was going to be rosy and easy and that, you know what, it was just going to happen when in fact I would have made different choices, you know, at the time to maybe not put all the money into one thing. So that's when I was at the low and it was a coach that really turned it around for me and he said Trevor even though you own your owe your parents all this money you know let's start looking at the possible ways of making money so that you can repay them. And again we we looked at you know doing something in small business, we looked at doing some consulting and that's when the real estate opportunity came in and I took what little money I had left in my 401k and i bought one little townhouse and that was a great experience so i pulled the money out of that and i leveraged that and some other money to buy a condominium and that was a good experience and then my coach said you know what you've obviously started to get a feel of what's what's what and you got a little cash flow here a little cash flow here a little appreciation here a little appreciation there i took that money out of those two and i went and i bought my very first duplex And that's when I absolutely awoke to the power of cash flow, And I said, wow, this is amazing. So that was a good experience. Over the next year and a half, I had some appreciation there. I went and bought another duplex. Then I started to buy fourplexes. Long story short, I made enough money in two years to not only pay my parents back, but to literally go out there and continue to build my portfolio. So my biggest challenge, Todd, became my greatest opportunity. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. That's an awesome story. So instead of buying the uh, Porsche, like I thought you were going to say, you bought a duplex. That's, that's pretty, right. That's pretty
1: cool. That's pretty cool. Isn't if it? you yeah. if you would have
0: bought the Porsche, we would probably not be having this conversation right now. I <laughs> guarantee
1: you, I would not be your coach and we would not be having this conversation right now. And I'm very blessed. I mean, yeah. the universe always delivers on time every time if you're open to it. And it was really that coach that became my coach, my teacher, my mentor, my trainer. And I didn't screw with what he said. If he said, do this, I did that. Hmm. If he said, go to this conference, I went to that conference. If he said, read this book, it's called Think and Grow Rich for a Reason, not Do and Grow Rich. Think and Prepare to Do, Think and Grow Rich. That was the game changer. And I'm telling you, life is a lot different now for myself, my wife, my three sons. And you know what, I'm passionate about what I do. And I love coaching people all over this beautiful planet. So
0: how did that conversation go with your parents?
1: Well, like I said, it was the low point in my life. And it was almost like their son, they're 29. I was 30 at the time then had just delivered the biggest blow ever. I mean, it sucked the wind out of them because I gave them no heads up that things weren't good. You know, I was embarrassed. I was shy. I was guilty. I was you know, panicked. I mean, we can run through all of the different emotions. I'm sure that if any of your listeners have ever lost money or they've ever started to put on weight due to anxiety, or they've ever started fighting with their significant other, that's no fun. So telling my parents that I had just lost their entire six figures that they had lent me was one of the low points in my life. But I did one thing and I assured them that I was going to repay every penny. Yeah. And you know what? We all go into, you know, whether it's opening a business or buying, you know, a building we shouldn't have or doing something where in hindsight, that 2020 vision, we would have done things differently, but the past does not dictate the future unless you live there. I got beyond the past. I assured my parents that I was good for it. I told them it would take 10 years to pay them back. And I did it in two.
0: Cool. That's awesome. You bet that's a great story. Um, so is, is there anything that you would do? You know, if you could, if you could just rewind all the way back to when you're whatever, 18 or 20, is there anything that you do differently that would help set you up for success? Speak to somebody who's, I guess, younger or just trying to transition into a business or investing or whatever.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And again, if I could go back to being in my seventeen, eighteen-year-old self, I'd, I'd really remind them that anything is possible. And there's a great quote in Think and Grow Rich, and and that's a book that I've read, you know, at least thirty times. I've listened to the audio at least fifty times. I mean, my SUV doesn't go anywhere in Vancouver without a bottle of water, a cell phone, and an audio program, because ultimately you need all three to survive in, yep. in Vancouver traffic. But <laughs> my point is, as I tell them that the best thing that you could ever do is invest in your education. And I don't necessarily mean, you know, traditional colleges and universities. Well, yeah. those are great and it's great to go and, you know, learn responsibility and, and learn that theory. Some of the best things you can do are to read books, listen to podcasts, go to personal development events, go to meetup groups, Put yourself around like-minded people who will engage you and inspire you and and literally elevate your emotions to lift you in terms of what's possible. You know, get around people that are already doing what it is you want to do. And if you don't know what you want to do, go out there and travel, go out there and test. You know, again, there is no failure. There's only feedback. And by going out there and having these experiences and being around different people in different environments, it just opens up the neural networks to fire with even more possibility. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, sure. Awesome. Um, so what, what's uh, Trevor's life looking, you know, 10 years into the, into the future. You, you tell us to look in the future. What's your future?
1: Yeah, it's great that you asked that because the human brain thinks in three modalities, the human brain thinks in the past, the present and the future. And so my focus is, you know, know where my past is, but don't stare at it, you know, know where I am today, but really live a lot in the present and the future where I'm co-creating the best life for myself, my wife and my kids, my family, my clients, my tenants, you know, and everybody involved, because really that's what I'm here to do. I'm here to contribute. I'm here to leave people better off as their coach than they were before, you know, what I coach them. And so part of that process is to make sure that I'm growing, I'm stepping into the best vision of who I want to be, you know, in all modalities of life, whether it's in my career, in my finances, in my relationships, in my health, in my spirituality, in my fulfillment, in my experiences traveling the planet. Because again, as a coach, I leave no stone unturned because all of those, even though they're separate, will all influence each other. And so ultimately, you know what, that's what I feel I'm here to do. And that's ultimately what I do is I get a a feeling of what do I want that to look like? Why do I want it to look that way? And here's the kicker. I go to the emotion that that would provide me as if it was happening right now. So if you want to feel more abundant, you got to feel, what would it feel like to be more abundant? If you want to travel to Australia and you've never been, feel the thrill and the excitement of that plane touching down and you about to experience a whole new land down under. You know, if you don't have love right now in your life, or if you, you know, had love and you don't anymore, you know, God wants you to find it again. We're all available to have everything that we've ever wanted. So feeling the feelings ahead of the occurrence is often where again, the neural networks of the brain will create these pictures on the frontal lobe of your brain you know, the screen of your mind and the more vivid you can make it, the more high definition, the more colorful, the more juicy, the more sexy, the more playful, whatever that is, your brain will then go out there and find that for you and help you identify the people, the places, the opportunities to give you what you want. Does that make any sense to you?
0: Yeah, makes great sense.
1: You bet. Love it.
0: Um, okay, well, we're going to get ready to wrap up, but I got a couple more things I want to talk to you about. First, what are some essential people that have helped get you to where you're at today?
1: Okay. There's so many. I mean, my goodness. Uh, number one is, is my wife, Lisa. She's absolutely a force and a, an amazing part of, of me. She champions me. She cheerleads me. She supports me when things aren't going well, celebrates when things are going well. I've got three beautiful boys, Matthew, Mitchell and Maxwell McGregor. We went with the M theme there and they're my inspiration. So they have definitely helped me play a bigger game. You know, my parents, you know, my siblings, my coaches, my clients, my tenants, you know, people in corporate that really taught me some life lessons early. And then there's God again, you know, our spirit, our creator, source, universe, you know, in Napoleon Hill calls it in the ether call it whatever you want. But again, it's available to us at all times. I mean, energy and information is infinite. And when you are open to it and you tap into it, it's like having an extra gear. It's like having that extra muscle to then go out there and apply it. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. 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 You're a sponge. You're a sponge. So what is your definition to the secret of financial freedom?
1: Great question. Financial freedom is really time freedom. You know, it's really, you can have all the money in the world, but if you don't have time to share it, time to tithe, time to travel, time to enjoy it, you know, what have you got it for? So ultimate freedom is where you get to a number that's your number that works for you, not Elon Musk's and not Jeff Bezos. I mean, he just became, you know, the richest man on the planet and and he's worth a hundred billion dollars. That's not what I aspire to. I've got a certain number that I'm targeting that when I know I get to that, I get to live a certain lifestyle and literally have the time freedom, the energy freedom, the travel freedom, you know, everything that I really want that, you know, next chapter of my life to have. Does that make sense?
0: Cool. Yeah. So not necessarily the dollar amount, just the ability to do what you want and when you want, where you want, how you want. Exactly.
1: And in a healthy body. And a healthy I mean, again, body. Same thing. If you've got all the time and all the money, but you've sacrificed your temple, you know, that's not going to look good in your forties, fifties, sixties, seventies, or eighties. Yeah. So again, we call those the big three, Todd, you know, it's your, it's your health, you know, it's your relationships and ultimately it's your, your finances that are going to allow you to do more and be more while on this earth.
0: Cool. Yeah. I, I, I always tell my wife when our kids leave the house I want to be able to still be climbing mountains and you know doing stuff like that I don't want to be the the fat guy on the couch eating doritos and you know watching Jeopardy that's right <laughs> or <laughs> something else that Game of Thrones Yeah
1: I don't even know what Game of Thrones <laughs> is either but it's sure popular but I don't yeah. watch TV I mean yeah. you know Tony Robbins who was a, a you know a huge part of my life and you know, I was one of Tony Robbins top master platinum coaches for half a decade. You know, he often said that television was the electronic income reducer. Yeah. I'll say that again, the electronic income reducer. So if you get to the end of the money and there's a little bit of month left, that is, you know, more month than money, perhaps maybe you could start taking a look at shutting down the squat box and start thinking about investing in yourself, reading a book, listening to a podcast, going to a seminar, you know, because again, the journey of a thousand miles begins with one step. Does that resonate with you? So this is something
0: that y- you may not know, but and to, right when I started my real estate journey, I made a commitment to never watch TV again. And wow. I've, I've pretty much done it. I mean, I, every once in a while, I'll turn on 20 minutes of a football game or, you know, just here and there. But Uh, very rarely do I watch TV. And that's when my journey began. And I, I, I would say a lot of it, not all of it, but a lot of it has to do with that commitment of just, I'm no longer going to waste time.
1: Yeah. And I honor you for that, Todd, because it is so, so amazing. In fact, statistically, Americans watch over 40 hours of television a week, a week. That's an actual statistic. And imagine, you know, what life would be like if you just cut that in half, or if you, you know, cut that into a quarter, because I'll still watch a sporting event. I'll watch hockey. I'll watch the Super Bowl. You know, I'll watch documentaries about, you know, successful people. But when it comes to, you know, I don't know, they call it reality TV. That's not reality TV. That's living someone else's life. And why would you do that when you could go out there and live your own reality series, which is what I know you're doing. And by the way, congrats to you for all of the success you're having because you're crushing it. And again, I honor you for how you've decided to, you know, decide what's important to Todd and his family and what's not because obviously it's working.
0: Yeah, thank you. Um, All right, so before we leave, uh, how
1: can people get in touch with you? Yeah, real simple. You can simply go to coachwithtrevor.com. That's www.coachwithtrevor.com you know what, be happy to, you know, jump on a call with any of your listeners. It's a free 45 minute call to discuss what's going on in your business or what's going on in your real estate, what's not working, what you want to do differently. And again, if I can help you in that call, great, I will point you in the right direction. And then if you want to learn about how a coaching structure could support you, you know what, we can definitely talk about that if you're the right fit. And if you're You know, not just interested, but committed to it. Because I find that there's two types of clients. You've heard me say this before. There's people that are interested, and there's people that are committed. And here's the difference. People that are interested will do the work and hire a coach if it's convenient. But people who are committed, they'll do whatever it takes. And I'm at the point in my coaching career where I only work with people that are committed, decisive, resourceful, and coachable. So if you don't have those characteristics, don't reach out to me. But if you do have those characteristics and you want somebody to help you go further faster, www.coachwithtrevor.com and let's chat. I I love
0: that. I love that. You said that people that are committed and interested because I see it so often with people that want my advice in real estate or whatever. And it's like, you're interested. You're a hobbyist. And do I really want to spend my time, you know, with a hobbyist or or with somebody who's actually committed, and I so yeah. I love that you said that. That's fantastic. My joy. Well, Trevor, I appreciate you coming on the show. It was definitely an honor to have you on,
1: and you have a fantastic day. You betcha. Thank you for the opportunity. Great to see you having massive success with your podcast, your real estate, your family, both personally professionally. Let's keep up the good work, and we'll catch up to you soon, my friend. Awesome. Thanks, Trevor. Take care too. Wow, that was powerful. I hope
0: you enjoyed that as much as I did. Trevor McGregor brought it definitely and uh, brought some valuable things to us a lot. And I usually go through three. So that's what I'm going to do. Three actionable steps. Re-listen to that because there's way more than three steps, but the three that I took, consistent and persistent effort. And I think that is huge. I think so many people give up way too early. They just stop trying or they never even get started because they've got that fear of failure or whatever it might be. But way too often do people not have consistent and persistent effort. The other thing is find your roadmap. And what, so what's your vision? What does that look like? How do you get from point A to point B to where you're trying to go? Um, and, and coupled with that, I would say, what is your why, which, which he talked about, you know, what's it going to do to make you tick? And so those, those are really two things, but so, so find your roadmap, where's your vision and how do you get there? And he talked about, you know, using a coach to help you get there, using mentors, um, you know, using your your friends and family, uh, people that are supportive to you, not just friends and family necessarily, mentors or or whoever that aren't going to support you. You want to make sure people are supporting you along the way and they're not trying to hold you back because all too often, I think that once you start asking for advice, you've got a lot of people that are experts in everything and they give you terrible advice. So be careful who you ask advice for, of course, um, in order to find your roadmap. Finding your roadmap, definitely, uh, number two. And then number three, uh, get around people that are doing what you want to do. So get around those influencers that are going to be uh, leading you in a positive direction. If you want to become a real estate investor, you need to be around real estate investors. No, And, and more than just that, Just real estate investors, you want to be around successful real estate investors, people that are really knocking it out of the park. If you want to be a franchise owner, be around other franchise owners that are knocking it out of the park, be around the A players, that's going to help you get to where you want to go. So, um, tons more information in this podcast. I would listen to this two or three times, um. I think Trevor really brought a ton of valuable, great information. I appreciate Trevor being on the show and everything that he brought to us. So thanks a lot for that, Trevor. And that is it. I'm Todd Dexhammer with Pillars of Wealth Creation. I am signing off. Make sure you make every day a Saturday. And please... uh, Give us a five-star rating review. That would help us out. Subscribe to our channel if you haven't already and share it out. Share this out to your your network. Share this out on Twitter, on Facebook, or on LinkedIn, wherever you hang out in social media. A lot of other people know what we're doing and and get them to subscribe and give us a a rating and review. We would love it. And uh, just hoping to keep on bringing great content to you.